Okay, welcome to Shitty Podcast. Um, today I'm gonna talk about age stuff. Okay, so today I'm gonna talk a little tiny bit about me, um, my beliefs before I um, decided to kind of fully immerse myself in Christianity and the Bible and stuff, okay? So, and I say this in other episodes, but if you're not religious, you can still listen to this. It's not, like, preaching weird. It's just somebody talking. Um, So, yeah. I've always been, I think New Age is kind of, um, so wait, let me really start at the basics. So New Age is basically considered, well, I don't know. I feel like people define it differently. Um, different things I've seen, people kind of define it differently. But basically, it's anything that's not a an old traditional religion. So it's like, I guess... I guess I'm going to talk more about what I know, because I'm not 100% sure if everything I'm saying is accurate. But I know a lot of people consider Buddhism to be, that's old, so that's why I'm like, eh, I don't really know. But Buddhism is a lot of times considered new age, and um, any really any kind of meditation practice, sometimes lighting candles, burning sage, tarot cards, horoscopes, Things like that are are what I'll be what I will be referring to as New Age. And um, what's horoscopes? Oh, I was gonna say Law of Attraction too. I think ties into it, which I know I brought up before. And just the whole idea of kind of everything is energy. That kind of thought realm. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Um, so I, I growing up. Again, I did not learn anything about Christianity besides there being Christmas and it's supposed to be Jesus' birthday and Easter is when he's resurrected. I never was brought to church. I was never baptized. There were Buddhist altars in my house and in other families' houses, but no one really told me what they were. Um, There was just like altars for dead people. I don't really know. I didn't really learn anything about religion like that growing up at all that I could really speak about. I mean, not, not, I mean, I shouldn't say it like that. Not like there's some secret thing, but no one, I'm trying to say no one explicitly taught me about religion as, as a child. I didn't know anything about it. Um, and I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad. I think it's kind of bad. I think you should pass on what you think, what you believe to your kid. And then when they're ready to think for themselves, then they can figure out whatever they want to do. <laughs> That's why I think you should you should try to teach them about what you believe as much as you can, um, because it can be very lonely when you're the only kid that has no kind of religion, like no um, knowledge of of that part of themselves or their family. It's very odd. Um, but yeah, that's another topic. So, 
Okay, sorry, little technical difficulty. Um, yes, so I'm going to talk about what I did learn as I got older. Um, a lot of people when I was growing up were Catholic. So, for example, when I would walk, when we would be hanging out, we would walk by a church and they would make a cross on themselves. Um, so I used to just do it from, <laughs> like, out of habit of seeing them do it. But I wanted to be part of it because, I mean, like most teenagers, I wanted to be part of something bigger than myself and feel like I belong somewhere. And I didn't really belong. And a big reason I didn't fit in anywhere is because I was nice <laughs> to people. And that's considered awkward and, like, stupid, especially when you live in a big city. I mean, honestly, I believe it transcends the amount of money you have. Rich, if you're poor, if you're in the hood, if you're in an okay neighborhood, if you're in a really good neighborhood, as far as the kids are concerned, if you're nice, you're an idiot. <laughs> and I think every any movie you see about kids, you see that. So I think I was always seen as like naive and stupid. And I, I felt like a lot of times the people who didn't make fun of me or or didn't think I was stupid were Christians or Catholics they were religious like they believed in God and they would talk about it and um they had a really um close relationship with their churches and and stuff like that they were active members in their churches that's what I was trying to say those were always the kids that were really nice to me because I guess I, the way I was acting was similar to the way they were being taught to behave and treat people. And to them, it wasn't stupid. So that was how I ended up going to um, the church where I said um, in another episode that someone, um, and this was after I stopped going. I didn't go that many times, but I found out later that they kind of excommunicated somebody because they forget and it was a very young person like 20 years old and he had grown up in the church um so again that's one of the reasons i'm kind of anti-church but that's another story again um so um in high school and a little out of high school i was into I think numerology and, and astrology was kind of where it started because I wanted to know what I was, you know, just as a human. And that's a normal teenage thing. Um, and I was always really into ghost hunting and stuff like that. Um, and I think it's interesting because the more I was into spirits and ghosts and, and stuff, the less experiences I actually had. But then when I started to be older and I didn't really care about ghosts that was when I started to kind of like see things and have more unexplainable experiences and dreams and stuff like that it was always when I wasn't thinking about it um so basically right before I decided to become a Christian I was really really into the tarot cards a lot like I would watch youtubers of tarot card readers I was actually thinking of starting a YouTube channel where I was doing it that was where I was probably like a month ago or something like that maybe two two months ago um because it's something I did know how to do now that's kind of where all of this that's where everything went awry (laughs) 
not a ride, but that's when I really started to realize, okay, I need to really see what I'm doing as far as my spiritual life, because some may write, but um, let me just say about the tarot cards. Um, my experience, what I did with them, I never did it for money. I don't, I honestly, I don't think it's right to do it for money. Um, now I'm a, I have, you know, some different beliefs um, compared to before when I was actually doing it. And I'll explain what I mean in a little bit. Um, but basically, I never charge. I only do cards for people I know, like that I'm close to. And um, of course, you're listening, you're like, oh, this bitch is so fucking stupid. Who does that shit? It's so dumb. So basically, the when I do it, what I thought was happening was um, I found out about something called the Akashic Records, which is basically a it's it's a spiritual realm kind of that is a recording of everything that's ever happened in history and everything that will ever happen. So it's like another dimension where it's basically a bunch of different movies that you can access of people's lives and see where they're going or where that's basically what the Akashic records are. Um, so what I thought I was doing when I was doing the tarot card readings was accessing that through the power of coincidence basically so when I say power of coincidence I mean obviously shuffling the cards is random all of it's random but subconsciously people choose certain cards that will open up portions of their Akashic record that's basically what I felt like I was doing I just thought um what I used to do after watching a lot of YouTube was I used to shuffle the cards and and cards would actually pop out. And um, I know most likely if you're listening to this, if you don't think it's real, please don't go to one. Don't go to a tarot card reader. I'll explain later why. Um, but I will shake, I will shuffle the cards. Certain cards will pop out. And if you would see you as in whoever you are, if you would see the cards that will come out, you, it's not something that's explainable and it would happen every time so like you'll see um if somebody had experiencing insomnia you see this card where there's lip it's a person sitting up in bed holding their head and it, you can see they're waking up from a bad dream or not even that i'll pull out cards that are all the same number or I'll pull out cards that are the same number over and over, and I'm not picking them. I'm just shuffling them, and they pop out. So, I mean, whoever you are, you probably don't believe me. I'm telling you that those cards are real deal. That's real. That they, I'm not, I don't think my, so I'm going to get into this. My explanation of how they work is not accurate. That's the first thing I'm going to say. It's not accurate. So, that's what I would do. I would shake them shuffle them, the cards pop out. That's how I read it. There's people who do the spreads and shit. I don't like doing that. I feel like you force your own meaning onto them. Um, and then sometimes I would read the book from what I see, or I would just read uh, from what I interpret from the pictures and from just kind of 
basically intuition, but it's not really intuition. It's it's a form of channeling. So a lot of times when I would read, especially for other people, I can't remember what I said, couldn't remember what I would say um, to them afterwards. Uh, like within two minutes of me saying it, they would say, oh, what did you say about, they would try to ask me a specific question about my, about their reading and I wouldn't be able to, to remember what I said. Um, so now that's kind of where um, I started to, when I started to learn more about Akashic Records and tarot cards, that's when I started to realize, oh, this is not what I'm doing. This is demons. And again, you're probably like, this bitch is stupid. Um, there's something called familiar spirits. This is, they're in the Bible. It says not to talk to them. And so basically, no matter what you think, when you have angel cards, when you have tarot cards, you are not talking to a, a, a good spirit. No matter what, even if they don't say anything bad, even if they don't hurt you physically, or even if nothing bad happens to you from using the cards, you are not talking to an angel. You are not talking to God. You are not talking to the universe. You're talking to a familiar spirit, which is a demon. And it's something that is basically like a spirit that's never been in a body that just hangs out. And they're not good. They're mean. They're evil. They're selfish. Um, and they just hang out around people. So ghosts, I think I'm so when it comes to ghosts, I'm like, I'm kind of I'm still kind of doing a little more research um, as far as what Christianity believes, <clears throat> what the Bible says about it. But um, I think a lot of the ghosts that you see in recordings and that, you know, sometimes you see people trying to talk to them in their house, they're familiar spirits. I'm pretty sure a lot of times. Um, they also say that mediums like Teresa, the Long Island medium, she's talking to mimic spirits who pretend to be um, these actual dead people. And they might know them and, and they've been around them so they know what to say. They've been around the people so they know what to say. Like, But they're just familiar spirits. They're not the actual spirit. Um. So, it, according to Christianity, the spirit is at rest or in hell. So, that's the part where I'm kind of like, I don't know. Because I do think sometimes that there can be real ghosts that are actual people. But I have to do more research, I guess. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, um, so, when I started to look up what familiar spirits were, I found a video, well, I don't know, I found this guy named Steven Bancars, um, and maybe I'll put a link in the description so you, you can look at it, <clears throat> and he went, had a testimony about going from being in the New Age movement into being a Christian, <clears throat> and so that's kind of what inspired me because he started talking about the familiar spirits. And how when a lot of times when people in New Age um, think they're talking to, <clears throat> you see, it's interesting. I'm sorry, let me finish my thought. When people think they're talking to good spirits, 
they're not. They're talking to demons. That's he, that's where I learned that. But you see, when I'm coughing, this is something that happens when people get um, in the church. They'll say they put hands on people like to heal them, and the demons come out. This is what happens. They start coughing. I know it. That's weird. I have not been coughing at all at the previous podcast. <clears throat> You can hear I didn't cough at all. It's really weird. <clears throat> but yeah. So, Stephen Bancars, that's kind of where I started to get more into learning more about the Bible. And, and after I watched this video, I think within the next few days, I threw out all my tarot cards and pretty much all my New Age stuff, all my Buddhist stuff. Because... I knew that there was something wrong with me having it, and it was opening up negative things in my home. So, another, I mean, I know in another video I had, uh, another video, another podcast episode, I had a link to uh, John Ramirez's testimony. And that's another thing that made me throw everything out, all of my New Age stuff. Um, and a lot, I had statues and things like that. Cards, statues, posters, stuff. And he was saying how when he was a Satanist, he knew all these demons that were in charge of these different religions and these New Age things. And <clears throat> it's all bad. It's all stuff to lead you away from God and the Bible. Um, and he said, the only thing that can protect you is Jesus Christ. And saying the name, even if, you, you know, in those old movies, like The Exorcist, they say the power of Christ compels you to get this powerful demon out. Doing things like that, like I did it, anointing, you're supposed to anoint your home when, if there's some kind of paranormal disturbance. Or if you're throwing out stuff like that, you have to say certain things. So I did that. And it I mean, there's things that were moving in my house that were not, you can't explain it. Like this bottle of floor cleaner just fell while I was doing it. It never fell one time before that. I don't know where, why it was in like that weird position where it could fall. But it never fell once the whole time I had it. It's a huge jar of floor cleaner. I've moved stuff around. It's never even moved. But as soon as I started to do this anointing in the name of Jesus Christ and all of these certain words you're supposed to say, um, and you put oil on the doorways of your homes, it's supposed to protect it from um, evil spirits from coming in. Because the one thing that they don't want is you to even say the name Jesus Christ. That's one thing they do not want. They cannot respond to that. They cannot hurt you if you say you, you are covered with the blood of Jesus. Um, I'm not really explaining it all the way, so I probably sound crazy, but there's a prayer that people say where they say, um, I cover you with the blood of, like it's somebody they care about. They say, oh, my dog is covered with the blood of Jesus. Please, Lord, protect my dog. She's she covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Um, basically, it's a way of claiming your right to protection based on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Um, something similar to that. There's a lot of other things that go into it. It's part of something called claiming your authority. So, I mean, basically, the whole issue with New Age is that it's do, it's teaching all this stuff that it sounds kind of ridiculous anyway, and it pulls people into it somehow. So everyone is so quick to believe that their horoscope is accurate and, you know, their their sign means something and metro, metro, Mercury retrograde is so meaningful and so important and it has such a profound effect. People are so quick to believe that. But when it comes to believing, or they're so quick to believe in ghosts and, and all this other kind of crazy stuff, but when it comes to believing in Jesus Christ or anything in the Bible, anything in the Bible, and there's things in the Bible that are historically accurate and not disputable, um, people just don't want to hear it. Anything about God, anything about Jesus Christ or him being the son of God is just too ridiculous, but ghosts aren't, and tarot cards aren't, and horoscopes aren't, but God is, and that's why all that new age shit is so fucked up and bad, and and this is my opinion, I'm getting a little opinionated, but uh, that's why personally I feel it's bad, because you believe in that, but you know, I mean, this is a joke, but you know, God forbid you believe in God, (laughs) you'll believe in everything else, You'll believe in law of attraction. If you write a thousand times that you want a million dollars, it'll come. But you won't believe in, in God. You won't believe in Jesus Christ. It's too ridiculous. But everything else is scientific, you know, about New Age. It makes sense, but the Bible doesn't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of where I found myself from. Like, why am I so quick to believe all these things? And then when I learned about familiar spirits, it started to make a lot of sense. It really made sense. And um, especially John Ramirez's testimony, it's kind of showing you that there's two sides to a coin. So, I mean, being in new age and then kind of putting that same energy that I would put into studying it and doing different rituals and prayers relating to it. Now I put all that energy into the Bible and studying it and and I feel better, a lot better, just in general. I feel healthier. I don't, like, argue as much. I have a lot more self-control. Um, and I don't, I mean, even as a new age believer, I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I don't, I didn't really do anything like that. Um, but even just from putting my energy onto the Bible just made me a lot more uh, energetic and just, have a lot more self-control, especially um, when it comes to my anger. I have that anger problem. So, yeah. Um, I think the other point I want to touch on is that it's... Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, even if you don't believe in what I believe, I still think it's important that you understand that a lot of this new age stuff 
it's just gimmicky stuff. They just they steal things from the Bible that you wouldn't even know were that in there. Um, and then they kind of like twist it and make it cool and make it hip and make it sexy and stuff so that you'll be like it's like a marketing scam to get you to be interested in it. And I think that's really shitty. <laughs> it's just like the law of attraction. So I wanted to bring up one thing about the law of attraction that I was, uh, I think is important to realize if you are into that. Um, what I really don't like about it is, for me personally, I was really into it because there was a lot of stuff that I wanted. Um, but I remember there was a point when I was listening to the woman, that woman Esther Hicks talk, and she was saying that she was saying basically the more positive energy you have, the more money you have, and stuff like that. And it was everything was always like relating back to money. Um, everyone in the audience always wanted money, or they wanted a relationship. And I talked about this before in the um, Law of Attraction episode, um, but. I got to a point where I was looking on Pinterest and they have all these really nice cars and clothes and I was just trying to push my mind to the absolute limit um, because that's what Esther Hicks says to do and that's what these law of attraction people tell you to do. Just think about what you want the most. They push your mind in the limit or else you can't get it. And so I would have all these huge houses saved that I wouldn't even want. I like little places. <laughs> I like to know where everyone in my house is and like I like them to be able to hear if I scream. <laughs> like I don't want to be in some 10 acre ass house. It's just not me. And so I started to find slowly find things that I just liked. But even then I was like, well, I don't really even want this. I just want to be happy. And especially with Esther Hicks, she tries to just say just focus on being happy even if you don't have anything but the whole reason you're doing that is so that you can get what you want physically so if you're just happy and vibrating high and positive you're gonna attract your dream car by having that energy that's what she says um and that is a form of like magic and they just don't say it but um i feel a lot happier thinking of things, you know, through the eyes of the Bible, where it's more like you give yourself to God and to Jesus and think about what they would do and, and getting away from being sinful and getting away from being so obsessed with material things and thinking about how you can be a better person for the world instead of just thinking about yourself. That's really what it means at the heart of it to be a a follower of the Bible. I don't even really like the term Christian. That's why I kind of avoid using it. To really truly follow the Bible, to follow Jesus in his life, to me means you give up your life. You think about what, it's more than thinking about what he would do. It's about becoming a, per, a person of the world. So you care about, you're supposed to bring the air of heaven around you wherever you go. That's what it really means to be a follower of the Bible and a follower of Jesus, a follower of Jesus Christ. So to anyone listening to this, if somebody's coming at you saying they're Christian and they're not doing that, they don't, they didn't read that book. <laughs> and a lot of Christians don't didn't read the book. That's why they're out here yelling at soldiers at, at funerals and 
yelling at gay people. That's not part of the Bible at all. If it's if you interpret that the line in Leviticus as homosexuality being a sin, and there's some other lines where it brings it up, it doesn't mean that you treat gay people a certain way and you condemn them at all. It does not mean that. There's thousands of sins in the Bible, thousands. You know how many churches got murders in it? How many soldiers are Christians? that have to kill as their job to protect the country? How many cops are Christians that kill for their job? And people steal, they go to jail, they're murderers, they're in jail and they give themselves to God. How? So I don't understand, and I know I've said this before, why are you, you, you pick and choose who you want to save? Is that how it works for you so-called Christians? You, so it's, you take in the unwed mother with the kid you take in the murderer, the convicted murderer. You take in the soldier that kills for their job, but you can't take in the gay person that loves somebody. And they could even be a virgin and you still won't accept them just because they, they are attracted to men. If it, we're all sinners, it says that in the Bible, we're all sinners. So if it says in the Bible that, that's a, that being gay is a sin, which personally, I don't think, I don't really see why I would say that, but if that is what it says, that doesn't mean anything to us living on this earth because we're all sinners regardless. It doesn't matter how, how holy you think you are. It doesn't matter how much you go to church. It doesn't matter how much service you do. You, we're all sinners no matter what. No matter what. It doesn't, make, it doesn't matter if you're gay or if you're killing people. I mean, not to go kill people, but it doesn't matter if, you kill, if you're a murderer or if you're just... Jill from Allstate, <laughs> you know, Jill from Allstate is a sinner too. We're all sinners. We're all on this boat together. So you can't just try to compartmentalize it and say, well, your sin is worse than mine. That's the complete opposite of what you're supposed to do as a follower of the Bible, as a follower of Jesus. That's the complete opposite. So if someone is telling you that, you run away. <laughs> Because they're lying. They don't know. They didn't read that book right. They need to go back and read that book again. That Bible again. To see what it really says. It says we all sinners. We all on this ship. And this ship is sinking. This ship is the flesh. It's all sin. It doesn't make a difference. We conceived in sin. It doesn't matter if your parents are married or not. <laughs> so. I just want anyone. If you're listening. And if you. If you, I mean, I know I say a lot of stuff about gay, gay stuff, <laughs> but if you're listening and if you're gay and you feel a Christian is condemning you, just know they're wrong. They didn't read that book right. That book says we're not supposed to eat, like, you're not supposed to eat out of the water. You're only supposed to eat fit things with scales, so you're not supposed to eat crab. That's, a, that's an abomination, I'm pretty sure. There's a lot of Christians up in there eating pork. So what? You're gonna condemn all the pork eaters? You're gonna condemn all the bacon eaters? You're gonna condemn McDonald's? No, they don't do that. You don't see them out here picketing and boycotting any place serving pork <laughs> or or Red Lobster. You see them go to Red Lobster right after church, but you ain't supposed to eat crab according to the Bible. So if people condemning condemning you for being gay for being trans, just know they didn't read that book right. 
Because if, if you interpret that as homosexuality being a sin, it don't change nothing. You're not supposed to condemn anybody. You're supposed to, we're all sinners. We're not supposed to be saying your sin is worse than my sin. So if it's, again, I don't personally think it is. But if somebody else is interpreting it as that and they're trying to act like they're throwing the Bible at you and telling you you're wrong, just know that they, they're wrong. So, um, I don't know. I think that's pretty much all I had to say. I just want people to understand that being a Christian, you shouldn't look at every Christian the same. I think non-denominational follower of Jesus, follower of the Bible is the way to go. Read the book. Read that book, man. There's good stuff in that book. All right. That's all I have to say. Amen.